Hey everyone, Mario Barecki here, and I am known as the Conversation Guy. I'm also the founder of MediaMar, and at MediaMar, we help thought leaders craft and distribute conversations that convert. I believe everything starts with a conversation. I believe conversations are the most powerful way to create connections, to create relationships, and to create opportunities with each other. So everything has a basis in conversation. And on this podcast that you're about to listen to, I'm going to have 10-minute conversations with thought leaders to do just that, create relationships, create opportunity, but more importantly, to convey value, value from them and their perspective and how they operate on a daily basis, and to really tell a story that can bring some value and positivity tips, tricks, ideas, what have you, to your life to make it better. So sit back, relax, buckle in. It's going to be a wild ride. I know those things don't quite go together. Sit back, relax, and buckle in. But it's going to be a lot of fun, and we're going to get the conversation started right now. And as always, don't forget, if you like what you hear, please rate and review our podcast. I am super excited. We have a very special guest here with us today. And, you know, I do a lot of these. I do a lot of, have a lot of conversations and a lot of interviews, as you know. There's six new episodes a week that go live on the podcast. And every once in a while, there's one person that just kind of breaks through. And I get super, super excited to do the interview with them. And this gentleman is one of them. His name is Brian Bashan. And Brian and I connected right away. He is a man who is living proof that life is an evolution. His own journey from being a priest to then an executive in New York City and now founder of his own company called Evolution Evolution. His expertise is helping professional leaders and organizations evolve to be courageous and intentional. He's based out of Toronto, and he is proud to be both an American and Canadian citizen. Finally, Brian believes that when we ask the question, what do I desire, the truth will intuitively lead us forward. You can find more about him at evolutionevolution.com. That is his website. So go there, check out everything he's doing, and also connect with him on LinkedIn. You can grab that link, as always, in the show notes. Brian, welcome to the show, my friend. Mario, it's such a joy to be here with you today. Thank you for the invitation. Oh, my pleasure. I'm so excited to have you. There's so much for us to talk about. And I love coming across people who have a story kind of similar to mine in the respect that you start out with something and you're super passionate about it and you mm -hmm. think that's the thing and then you get deep into it and then you're like, okay, maybe I'm being led somewhere else. And you have to make a courageous pivot. So I absolutely, that's, I think we connected there right away because I went from being a chef to doing what I do now to being an entrepreneur. You went from being a priest to founding Evolution Evolution to being an executive and then founding Evolution Evolution. Tell us a little bit about your story if you don't mind because it's so fascinating. Yeah, absolutely. And so I'm from Boston, Massachusetts, originally. That's how I was uh, born and raised. And I did my undergraduate in Ohio. And upon graduation, I made the decision to enter the seminary in Boston. And so I entered the seminary and joyfully studied there for five years, had an amazing formation. The education uh, experience was just superb. And also great pastoral formation as well. I worked at a women's state prison. I did hospice work. They sent me to Latin America to uh, work in a mission in Ecuador. And then I was ordained a priest in 1999 for the Archdiocese of Boston. And I served for four years in a parish just west of the city, uh, a very large parish. I was involved with, you know, all the traditional things that you think someone is involved with in a parish from uh, weddings galore in that particular parish, you know, funerals, hospital visits, baptisms, education. And it was an incredible gift to be part of so many lives. 
And then from there, I was asked by the Cardinal uh, to become his uh, pre-secretary. To translate that term, it would be kind of like uh, chief of staff, to use it in a business term. So I was his master of ceremonies. I traveled around the archdiocese with him to Rome on a regular basis, and it was just amazing. But as I was in that role, I came to a realization that I wanted to move in another direction. There was a desire inside of me to take those gifts and also serve in a different way um, and to be authentic to myself. And so I made the courageous decision to, to leave active ministry as a priest, and I began an entirely new path and new evolution. And so I went from being a priest to New York City, uh, and I was an executive in uh, philanthropy, which I absolutely enjoyed, and that was amazing. And then I ended in Toronto, where I'm based now, and continued in philanthropy, then became a partner in executive search, and then founded my own company called Evolution Evolution, almost a year old, which brings together all of those areas, the area of having been a priest, kind of a deep sense of spirituality and purpose, and making sure we're aligned with our mission in life, because every single one of us has a mission. And also the knowledge of being, you know, an executive and also then helping executives lead their companies. So I, I now work individually with professionals and companies to align with their purpose. And so it's been an amazing evolution in each aspect, each and every single role I know has led me to the moment that I'm at now to continue that mission in love and enjoy to influence others as they evolve. It's an amazing story. It really is. And I, I have to ask you, with the, the lifestyle from being a priest to being an executive in New York City, it's a little bit different. The pace, the daily things, activities that you do, all of those things, the, the job descriptions. Mm. What was the biggest challenge you had making that pivot? You know, I think for myself, I'll be totally transparent too. When I left um, working with the Cardinal, um, it kind of prepared me in some sense. You know, that's a, a, it was a very high demanding role, uh, a lot of deliverables, a lot going on. And I really wasn't doing active ministry like as, as a priest in terms of doing funerals and teaching, et cetera. I was, it was really very administrative. And so that really helped prepare me quite well for the transition to New York. But the biggest difference was, and I remember it quite clearly, I remember like my phone calls and my emails were not getting returned uh, as quickly when I worked for the Cardinal's office. I remember that quite distinctly that it was a difference. It was a different energy, uh, you know, on that way. And I really, it was a pretty seamless transition on that side. Um, I really enjoyed it. And, you know, for me, there was an excitement. It was something new and it was um, something that just, I, I was really ready to embrace because I had done all the due diligence in preparing to leave and was excited to begin the next path. Do you think that role that you had working with the Cardinal with that, administ that administrative type of role was something that God brought to you to help prepare you for what you're doing today? Absolutely. 1000%. You know, I believe nothing is uh, by accident. I believe everything happens the way it's supposed to happen. And, and that role was such a gift, especially I was so young. I mean, I was in my very early 30s when I was appointed to such a big role. And it really did 
align with a lot of my gifts, you know, and I really felt that particular role helped me transition quite well um, to my next life, you know, so to speak in New York City and, and really gave me confidence. You know, for example, you know, working with the Cardinal, there were, you know, some very big meetings that we had to attend and very influential people that we met uh, around the world. And I remember going to New York City and when I was in certain meetings, uh, sometimes I was getting, if I was feeling nervous, especially in the first year or two, I would often remind myself, Brian, you've dealt with even bigger challenges. You know what I mean? Just tap into where you know you are, stay grounded. And that really helps. And it continues to. It really continues to help ground me. I, I remember when I made the pivot from being a chef into jumping into the world of entrepreneurialism. And I was just talking to someone earlier today about this. That's why it's so funny that it came up. And I said, and I came to the realization that I think the hardest part for me from the transition wasn't mm -hmm. actually deciding that I'm going to do it. But it was from the point that I decided I was going to do it until it actually happened because I felt like I was being mm -hmm. pulled in two different directions at once. I had to finish what I was doing to transition properly, but I also, my mind and my desire was on the next thing because I knew that's where I was going. Did you have any of those feelings as you were doing, making that transition as well? Yeah, you just nailed it. That's exactly, exactly what I was feeling. You know, I found it was it was a little more stressful preparing to leave. You know, it was the sense of, you know, I had to write a resume for the first time, going for job interviews, you know, trying to make the transition out, you know, and, and keeping it something that was very personal and only a few people knew. And, and so once I made the decision to leave and once I left, it was almost a relief. Like that was just a sense of like, okay, that's done. So I agree with you 100%. And I think that's true in life that sometimes it's the hardest part is leading up to the transition, the actual departure was not difficult. It was all the work leading up to it. that was more stressful. Absolutely. Yeah, I think there's a lot of people, especially in today's world, because I think in today's world, there's more options than ever with the mm -hmm. online and out like, especially with the COVID thing that hit and everyone's stuck at home. They're looking at their options. They're looking at other things. And I think a lot of people are start starting to think like for me, for instance, I, I told you about the journey that I've been on recently and how I'm developing myself and growing. And I realized throughout my whole life, I always went where I was pulled and I wasn't afraid to make that jump if I felt that that was the jump that needed to be made. However, I never asked the question. I always thought, what do I want next? Where am I going next? I didn't stop to ask, what am I meant to be doing? What, what is God, what is he asking me to do? And that's kind of the path that I'm on now is trying to discover that. In your journey, I mean, I think it sounds like that was always part of it, right? Because coming from being a priest, I mean, you're pretty connected spiritually. You had that aspect pretty much nailed down, was very practiced, very developed. But now you had to jump into the, like you said, dealing with other people, not returning your calls because there's different motives, different ways of operating, different things happening, different speeds. I mean, the, the, the cardinal, the job you had with the cardinal sounds like it, it got you ready, but it still wasn't the deep end of the pool, was it? No. And I think, you know, you, you touch on something that's re really important. You know, I think for myself, um, it was a sense of remaining grounded you know, when you're in those transitions, that you know, like, oh, okay, what am I dealing with here? And, and, you know, just remaining grounded, and also being attentive to how I was feeling in those in those situations uh, was was really important. 
And I think, you know, the other, the other big aspect was, you know, in leading up to the transition, one of the biggest aspects that I struggled with was some of the fear, you know, the fear around what are people going to think? How am I going to be perceived? You know, it's those are a lot of things that people deal with when you're looking to make a life transition, whether it's ending a relationship or it's going for a new job or making an international move. So those were things that were really critical to work through that when I was in the new role in New York, if I started to feel a certain way, I just became attentive because a lot of times those fears uh, that can come out, what behind it is what is really seeking to emerge and to set us free. Well, really quickly on that note, let's talk about your transition from working in New York as an executive to now Evolution Evolution. You have your mm-hmm. own company now. Mm-hmm. And that's a, that's a transition too, in and of itself, jumping into the world of now you're the guy. You, mm-hmm. you, know, you, every, you oversee everything. You start it. It's your vision. It's your baby essentially uh, well, how was that different jumping from being an executive at a large comp- company and now you have your own baby yeah so you know you become you're everything you know you're the founder you're the one uh you know in charge of the finances you're the one writing the proposals and, and different things so you're managing a lot that was probably one of the the biggest things out of the gate and but to be honest with you, again, it was almost like the same feeling that I had when I left the priesthood. There's such a freedom and there's such a joy of knowing it's the right place. And you don't have to understand everything. You don't have to know every aspect of what you have to do. You have to understand a lot. You have to have certain things lined up and move forward. But part of the evolution of it and part of the creation of the journey is also being open to what's going to be coming. And, and I intentionally did that when I founded Evolution Evolution, that I intentionally had some key areas to focus on where I knew that's what I wanted to, to spend my energy on. But I also gave room and I gave myself permission to be open to seeing how it may evolve how it's going to be received and and how do I want it to grow and and that has been one of the greatest joys and I've you know done deep dives of spending time on the vision spending time with people that I really respect as a mentor to listen to them what are they doing how what's working well and you know I'm a firm believer when you follow that desire when you're attentive and you don't try and control every aspect of the business more will keep coming to you and, and that has been my case during the first year, which has just been so incredible. And uh, my website is about to go through a big evolution as well because there's been so many developments. So it's, it's quite exciting. What is your vision for Evolution Evolution? Yeah. So, you know, Evolution Evolution, it's named twice uh, for a reason. So the first evolution is the natural evolution as human beings, the DNA that we have, the family we're born into, how a pandemic affects all of humanity. But the second evolution is the one that we choose how we want to evolve personally and professionally. So my vision of Evolution Evolution is working with professional leaders uh, individually to help them be aligned with their deepest purpose and intentionally to become courageous and conscientious leaders. And also working with uh, professional organizations, companies, to help them recruit and to obtain and retain 
the greatest the greatest uh, people that they want to have as part of their companies. Because, you know, when you're able to invite people into a mission, no matter what the job is, and they're aligned fully, there is tremendous power and influence that you can have. And so that's where I spend my time. And I love speaking about it and, and really being involved with all different leaders as they are seeking to grow and evolve at the highest level. Brian, I love what you're doing. I love the vision and how clear and articulate you are about it because that's super important, especially for anyone. You have that vision, you have that purpose, and you have that desire. Um, you're going to make big things happen. So I'm super excited to have you back for round two on the next episode. I want to remind people in the meantime to visit you. Evolution, evolution.com is where people can go and find you and also to connect with you on LinkedIn as well. Thank you so much for being here and I look forward to picking it up on the next show. Absolutely. What a joy. Thanks so much, Mario. Hey, everyone. I want to sincerely thank you for listening to the podcast. It really means a lot to me. Conversations are what I thrive on. It's something that I believe is so important for each and every one of us to have conversations that matter, to have conversations that connect us, to create relationships with each other. So the conversation that I have with the guests that are on the show, the conversations that the guests and I create to have with you are equally important and a great way for you to have conversations with us is to rate and review the podcast. So if you could go to Apple Podcasts, go to wherever you listen to your podcasts and rate and review this, it is much appreciated. And you can always find us at MediaMario.com. If you go to MediaMario.com, you can find all the things there. If you want to connect with the guests that I had on today or guests that I've had on the show in the past, you can go to MediaMario.com and get their information. If you want to connect with me and have a conversation with me, I welcome that. All my social links everywhere that you can find me all over the web is at MediaMario.com. So go there, visit us, connect with us. I'd love to have conversations with you. I hope you found value in today's show, and I can't wait to bring you the next conversation on the next episode of The Conversation Guy. Until then, have a wonderful day, and we'll talk to you real soon.